This video is brought to you by The Wellness Investors. The Wellness Investors are a collective of individuals with uniquely diverse backgrounds. Our goal is to inspire, motivate, and entertain. Visit thewellnessinvestors.com and start enhancing your life one sector at a time. Hi, welcome to the Wellness Investors. This is Chad live from the Barn Studio. Joined here today with a special guest, Tiffany Wright. Hello. From Copper Fox Contrived in Park Hills, Missouri. Tiffany, welcome to the Barn. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about Copper Fox Contrived. It's the pink building, right? Yep, the big pink building. So I am a wood flower florist and gift shop. So we have my wood flowers in there alongside a lot of other giftable items, and they're actually all created locally. So we are a small business of small businesses. And that's one of the reasons we reached out to you. You know, we like to try to promote small business as much as possible. Big believer in small businesses, try to support our community as much as possible now you do have to shop at Walmart occasionally, right? Of course, so, yeah. <laughs> so there's those things that you have to get sometimes. But we try to do it as a family, and I try to put that into my kids, too, that, hey, we need to support the people in our community because Absolutely. it helps our whole community. Mm-hmm. And I know that's pretty big passion of yours as well, it seems like. For sure. I am a huge believer in small business. Of course, being a small business owner myself, but it is super important to me that as the small business that we are, that we reach out to our small business community and we really all come together because we cannot make it without the support of other small businesses. We make it all together or we don't make it at all. And I always kind of say when we talk about small business on here on the wellness investors, you know, even the big businesses, I kind of joke about Walmart, that was once a small business, right? Absolutely. So all the big businesses that we know that are producing goods and, and shipping out worldwide, the Amazons and the they were all started, you know, small. Yeah. And we are proud of some of the maybe even bigger businesses in our area. But again, supporting that smaller business, I think it's just such a huge part of community. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about Copper Fox Contrived. Where where did that passion come from? Where did that start? And how long have you guys been open, I guess? I have been a woodflower florist since 2018. And I started my business out of my home, actually. So I was looking around for flowers for my own wedding. And I I'm a cheap person. <laughs> and so I was having a hard time justifying the price of fresh flowers for my wedding and then not having anything to show for it at the end of the day. So I was searching for an alternative and I came across wood flowers. And I'm just that type of person that's like, I bet I can do that. So yeah. I did. And I did our entire wedding. And friends and family that were at our wedding took home some of our centerpieces, as they do. People steal things from me. It's cool, though. We still love them. <laughs> so they took home my centerpieces, had them in their homes, and then people that came to their houses would see them, and they were like, oh, my gosh, where'd you get this? And it just kind of blossomed from there. And now we've been in the building since June 30th of 2021. So we'll be open two years this year. Awesome. Yeah. Good for you. Here. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> Studio audience right there. I always refer to it as the big pink building. Yes, everybody does. <laughs> yeah, because I was telling a few people that you were coming on and, you know, I, I kind of hang around just knucklehead 
guy guys and they're yeah. like what and i said it's the big pink one mm-hmm. by by the you know the scoops and all that but i i love the revitalization of park hills me too and a common friend of ours chris holsey yes. and the holseys are a big part of that absolutely are you originally from this area i am actually i went to school with chris and ashton and all of them so it's really cool i love seeing that all of the new businesses that are popping up right now are all owned by people in my age group and that's just yeah. great because that's what you need to bring people to the area it's the younger generation who's out shopping right now so it's important that you kind of have that mindset that younger mindset for your business so i think it's doing a great job of just bringing it back to life i'm sure you're a lot younger than i am but i remember when park hills was kind of the happening spot right oh i do too i'm 34 okay i'm 40 (laughs) 40 I'm either 40 or 41. We'll have to ask my wife when she gets here. She That's tells, too funny. She tells me. <laughs> Sometimes I have to do the math, so I understand. I'm yeah. like, how old am I? <laughs> so you probably remember the cruising oh, and yeah. all that. I used to cruise all the time. Right. And then I know there was, you know, some issues with that. But I do remember <laughs> it being a happening spot with the yeah. movies there and everything and, as, and going as a kid, as a, a teenager, even probably before that. So I just love to see that. I think Park Hills is thriving right now. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like it's sort of um, the one, it's the model. And again, I'm proud that some of my friends are a part of that. Wood. Okay, so what's what's it called again? Wood. They're wood flowers. So is that a thing? Like, is this a thing that a lot of other people do? It is a thing. However, I am the original wood flower florist in the basically in Missouri, actually. And my business, my storefront is the second wood flower florist to ever own a storefront in the United States. So I like to call myself the original wood flower florist. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Right now you're involved in something that's really cool. Yes. The barn's lucky enough and fortunate enough to be just a small part of that. And we uh, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to tell us about Roses for Residents? For sure. So this is our third year doing Roses for Residents. I started this whenever I just worked out of my home. I was just a one man show, you know, and uh, I reached out to our community and I was like, hey, I want to I want to do something great for our community. I want a way to give back. So if you guys wouldn't mind helping me out, I think we can put these together and get these out to seniors in long term care facilities. So the first year with Roses for Residents, we were able to do and I say we because it really was I it was me that ran my business. But we had so many friends and family members, community members, small business owners that helped even that first year when we were just so small. So it was incredible. But first year we did 217 wood roses to uh, residents of local long-term care facilities. And then 2022, last year, um, we moved into our storefront in 21. And then come February 22, we did our second year. And by this time, of course, being in the storefront, my reach grew drastically. My, I, We had over 5,000 people that liked our Facebook page, and we just really had the platform to do good. So mm-hmm. I really put that out into the community, and it paid off big time. We had 69 small businesses locally and a little out of the way, um, local area, that contributed to Roses for Residents in one way or another. And then we had 35 entire facilities that received our roses, and that was 1,906 seniors received our roses. Wow. Amazing. Just amazing. And you handcrafted all of those? So I don't handcraft each and every single one because can you imagine 2,000 flowers by hand? No, 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 no. (laughs) So we have a wholesaler, but we do have to deconstruct silk flowers to use the stems, paint all of the wood flowers, and then reassemble them in order to get the roses ready. So it is definitely an undertaking, and it is a labor of love. I do love what I do. (laughs) How long does it take to construct one, I guess? Sure. So one rose, I 
would say probably takes from the painting and everything probably a good like eight minutes ish on each one if you're letting it dry and everything so it just really depends on the way that the rose is painted because we airbrush I hand paint we dip dye there are a lot of different techniques that we use to get them to look as realistic as possible and been a follower of yours for a little bit now. I know that you do daily updates as well. Yes. We're so close to our goal. This is the update. This is what we need. Mm-hmm. And then once you hit your goal, it seems like you raise it up a little bit more. Yeah, which absolutely. I like. Yeah. So as donations come in, we add more facilities to the list and we hope that we can cover every facility in the area. But of course, a donation based project, you just never really know where it's mm-hmm. going to end up. But we are happy to make the roses for as many facilities and as many residents as possible. <laughs> <laughs> How can the community help? They can make a monetary donation via the donation link that is on our Copper Fox Facebook page. They can come in the store to make a donation. They can scan QR codes in businesses all around town to make a donation. They can volunteer man hours if they would like to help assemble, sort, package, um, or even delivery. So lots of different ways for community members to get involved. Last year, we had a community member who actually handmade some Valentine's cards for us to go along with our roses. So that was a great thing. We also had a young woman who wanted to donate her origami roses that she made, which was super cool. Like she just did that all on her own, came in and was like, would you mind to have these? And we were like, absolutely, of course. (laughs) So it was just a really neat little thing that her way to give back to Roses for Residents. And we just thought that was the cutest. I mentioned off air before we came on air that my mom has worked in nursing homes for as long as I can remember, right? Mm-hmm. And she works at um, Presbyterian Manor. Mm-hmm. So I know that world a little bit. I know I've been to a lot of nursing homes, yeah. especially as a kid when she was working and I was just there for whatever reason. Yeah. So I've seen, you know, some of, I guess, um, maybe some of the lonely times that some of those residents experience. Mm-hmm. So I love that you're doing this. And I even mentioned, you know, my mom bought some some of your roses for my daughters, I think, last Christmas or whatever it was. So I actually have a few in the house. That's awesome. Actually, that going back to you saying your mom worked at Presby, um, that's actually one of the reasons why this project is so near and dear to me. Because when I was younger, I worked at Ashbrook Manor in Farmington for about five years. And being in it, firsthand seeing the residents live there, it is a sad truth. But sometimes they just don't have anybody that comes to visit them. Mm. And that can really cause a feeling of loneliness, especially when we were in COVID, which is when all of this started, because during lockdown, even if they had friends and family members, they weren't allowed to see them. Mm-hmm. So depression in uh, long-term care facilities was at an all-time high. And I don't know if you know or not, but it's actually proven that if they are depressed, their health, their physical health declines faster. So it's important to keep up with mental health, of course. You know, you're an advocate. I'm an advocate of mental health. We love a good mental health talk. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, working there and just seeing firsthand how sad and lonely it can be for them, this was just our way to say, you haven't been forgotten. You are still loved and we do still appreciate you. You mentioned mental health. Yes. A lot of people are surprised. That's actually when you talk about, you know, depression rates and and tracking some of that data. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are surprised that it does affect that age group Mm -hmm. more so than what I think people walk around with this idea of mental health and who it and who and what it looks like. And it's often not the case. Mm -hmm. And struggles with mental health can be anybody at any time. And a lot of times groups like that get kind of lost in the mix because it's not on the forefront of your mind. Right. Thing I like to say is that mental health issues do not discriminate. They don't care who you are, how old you are, what color you are. It affects everybody. Uh, What do you see with your future of, of Copper Fox? 
Well, we hope to continue to grow. We've had a great start so far. Um, Lots of support from our community, lots of support from our small business friends. So we just really hope to be part of our community for as long as possible. That's my hope. Can I ask you about the name? Yeah, of course. um, Do you get that a lot? I do, absolutely. Because everybody's like, that's such a good name. Where'd you come up with that? So my favorite animal at the time that I was naming my business, and keep in mind, this was 2017 when I was trying to come up with names and everything. And my favorite animal at the time was an owl. But at that time, so was everybody else's. Right. So I didn't want to name my business something with an owl name because it wouldn't have been recognizable. So my second favorite animal was a fox. And I knew I wanted some form of mascot for my business to be associated so that I could have a great logo. And so we settled on the fox. And I found um, on Etsy, actually, we found a creator of logos. And she made me this beautiful fox logo that I have permanently tattooed on my body because it's the cutest. (laughs) And the foxes are copper colored. So copper fox was just kind of made sense. And then we really, honestly, we went through the thesaurus and looked for other words that meant to be made by hand because I knew that's what my business was, was everything I do is made by hand. And I knew that that's how I wanted to keep it. By the way, everything in our store is locally handmade. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, contrived actually means to be forcefully made by man. So it just flowed so nicely. I like it. Thanks. And it's unique. Yeah. And the building is too, the pink one. Yes. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with where you're at, just drive through Park Hills, Main Street. You're going to run into it eventually. You cannot miss it. And if you do, you probably need to get your eyes checked. <laughs> you're talking about the, the naming and the brand. You know, when people do, they hear about the barn sometimes when they come here and there's no horses or like stalls or anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of funny, you know, you know, it's more maybe of a workshop or a guy, man cave or mm-hmm. gym or whatever. When my wife and I bought this house, we have a garage as well. And this is more of a garage, I would say. And I said, well, we can't have two. How are we going to delineate which one we're talking about? So we had to call it something else. And it was oh. red like a barn. So we go, oh, that's the barn. Perfect. Yes. It's going to happen that way. <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah, that's perfect. Because you are an owner, right? Mm-hmm. And you're a small business owner. How do you manage that life of work and, and family and other things that you have going on? It is tough. Right. I'm sure being a small business owner, you know, we all know, anybody who knows a small business owner knows it never ends. Work never, ever ends. We are constantly doing something related to business. I find myself, even when I'm out like shopping for myself, and I'll tell myself before I leave, I'm not buying anything for Copper Fox today. And I still end up coming home with all kinds of stuff for the business just because that's yeah. how your mind works in it, you know. But I think I do a pretty good job of balancing, or at least I hope that I do a pretty yeah. good job of balancing. We take time for ourselves, my husband and I, and we take time for our family. I'm off on Sundays and Mondays, and I have made it a firm rule that after hours, I do not answer messages. So that's my time for myself and my family. That's my time to decompress and not be business, Tiffany. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important, especially for mental health. We'll come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have that balance, and you have to be your own person. If you get stuck in that work mode at all times, you're going to burn yourself out. Okay. So that's how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) I struggle with it, man. I really do. I mean, even sitting here, I have two phones and at any point I could get a phone call and then I'm distracted and whatever, not that I would interrupt this, but Mm -hmm. whatever I was doing, you know, gets in the way because of that. And I'm sure, I'm sure I could be better at it with being a dad and being Mm -hmm. a family man. But, uh, but uh, yeah, when you're passionate about what you do, it also, I've, I've found that it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, absolutely. Right. When you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And that's a true statement. And I know that's so cliche. People say it all the time, but it is true. If you hate your job, you're going to hate going there. But if yeah. you love it, you're going to be like, all right, it's not so bad. <laughs> I was telling my friend the other day, 
you know, that Sunday night feeling, my wife gets it a lot, right? She's a school teacher. So even, you know, like snow days, she's like checking the radar. (laughs) Yeah. But that Sunday night feeling of like, oh, I got to go to work tomorrow and you're getting things ready to go to work tomorrow. I never have that feeling. Yeah. I never do. Even though when I'm like technically working tomorrow, Monday, whatever, I never have that feeling of like, oh, I got to work tomorrow. That's fantastic. I love, especially during this time, during Roses for Residents, like I am so hyped to go into work and do my morning count because it is just like the best feeling ever to see just what we have done, like how far our goal has moved from the day before. So as well for me, I love it. (laughs) Join here with Tiffany Wright from Copper Fox Contrived website. It is copperfoxcontrived.com. However, I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit of a slacker. So Facebook is where it's at. (laughs) On most of the socials? Yes. So uh, we do Instagram. We do Facebook. We do TikTok. Would you consider yourself a content creator at least a little bit? Yes. Yeah. I've seen some of them. They're funny. Thank you. They're clever. Uh, I I have seen you talk about mental health on there quite a bit. Yes. And I'm an advocate. Seems like you are as well. So yay us. You know, trying to get away from some of those stigmas and stuff. And you do it in a clever way from what I've seen. So Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I try to... I. It's kind of a fine line on what you can talk about as a small business owner, because you are representing your whole brand, of course. But people have to understand that I am a person outside of my business, and I struggle with mental health just like everybody else does. You know, I'm no more special than the person down the road that isn't a small business owner. So I just really think it's important to put it out there that, hey, you're struggling, I'm struggling, we're all in the same boat. <laughs> Get through it together. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you have guys on here quite a bit, and mental health does seem to come up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I always try to champion them and say, especially guys, because, you know, we oh, have yeah. that big, oh, I can handle everything, put it on my back. Yes. I'm not going to, it's it's uh, weak or soft to talk about feelings or yeah. to cry or to have these emotions. Like, that's caveman thought. Exactly. You got to get rid of that. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. We, we've seen where that's gotten us, right? Yes. So we, we need to make some changes, so. So mental health advocacy, yay. Roses for residents. Give us the information one more time. So you can go to our Facebook page, which is Copper Fox Contrived on Facebook, and you can find out all of the information about Roses for Residents. Last year, we did 1,906 roses to residents across 35 local long-term care facilities. And when I say local, we had a pretty big reach, so all the way from Pilot Knob to St. Charles. And you'd like to see this grow and grow, right? Grow and grow and grow. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. This video is brought to you by The Wellness Investors. The Wellness Investors are a collective of individuals with uniquely diverse backgrounds. Our goal is to inspire, motivate, and entertain. Visit thewellnessinvestors.com and start enhancing your life one sector at a time.